welcome to the Inspiring Human Potential podcast. You will find on this podcast, this channel, Inspiring Human Potential Inner Growth 5D Self-Empowered Enlightened Channeled Guidance episodes, the 5DC I Am Expanding Consciousness episodes, Inner Growth Mindset episodes, 5DC, Krishna Lila, Lightworker episodes, The Adventure of a Lifetime, and Twin Flames and Soulmates, or Lightworkers, Life, and much, much more. And some of these will be subscription-based content, and some will be freely available content. What's most important to note about the IHP podcast is that we uncountry love being people we are actual life love expanding consciousness we are infinite higher human potential consciousness and so every episode is meant to support those who are on a personal development journey becoming the version of themselves that has began life at their first year of age zero years of age you know we we bring together many different topics and it's all about the amazing journey of a lifetime this life it is educational because it's meant to support those who will and are at some point in time have taken a look at the inner growth mindset and really it's because bringing together all of these episodes has been a lifetime journey of my own personal eight-year-old self to help people just to be able to know it's okay to be yourself and while many will come at this being yourself in a gazillion different ways here's what i'm going to share with you and for all of those who will become regular listeners i love having you as a community i look forward to just getting together and talking about our love for life our love cycles for those who are new welcome i hope you enjoy oh and let me make sure that everyone knows here's what a lovely naysayer had to share about this type of content and it is something that those who do not resonate with the enlightenment soul age group will feel and i'm going to leave that at that so this lovely naysayer thank you so much has shared that this content is pseudoscience bullshit and self-help crap so please keep that in mind and also keep in mind that we don't spell out truths i bring together many different topics from a consciousness perspective and they are again educational in the format of trying to support inform and share perspectives q a's and a lot more not only on a mindset that has been researched and tended to by me myself maria and i and then shared as courses future books yada 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 okay so without further ado here's what i wanted to primarily share with you the simplest of things can brighten up the day and our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever-expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanities that is if the opportunity to expand and create is taken and remember that we do have to 
choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state guys that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain and we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes so remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button and it really isn't a button it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take and there's a way that our brain wires and all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh unforgiving not in any way shape or form open-minded although they may think they are so long story short enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love l-o-v-e capitalized actually means in action which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is and enlightenment as a soul age group knows all of these things fyi pure love compassion kindness empathy these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without in the external it is from this place that we see the true heart of all people all humanity has a heart that is this they may not know it but it is this that we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide divide is a choice by the people of all lands every time people choose to speak act and take steps that are not loving not compassionate or equanimous when differences arise amongst each other so whenever people choose to be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their ventral vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything you're not going to be able to tune in to your body's love because your body's not in a sense of safety and fyi that also is why people don't heal their trauma without further ado again as i continue sharing in this lovely intro which my regular listeners will most likely skip or i hope you can and if you can't well you guys get to be reminded about this which i would say is quite awesome come on and i'm trying to make it fun see (laughs) also the only answers have always been the same 
it's called love cooperation compromise structure organization communication and so much building together so when we choose to be from heart we are always doing loving cooperative compromising structure all of it it's not going to be perfect again flaws and imperfections so what is this this is i am life i am love i am expanding consciousness i am infinite higher human consciousness potential love maria and just so that that we close with a couple of great quotes and before we do that i actually will have some other added information seneca or seneca i don't know how they pronounce but one time discovers truth very true always always and then here's another one wherever there is a human being there is an opportunity for a kindness this is always seneca but my favorite and the one that represents what an enlightenment soul age group person is because we are connected and embodying always expanding consciousness those of us in the enlightenment soul age group we are life we are love we are expanding consciousness which is why we are a representation of the infinite higher human consciousness potential we live it and again Rumi this is Rumi goodbyes are only for those who love with their eyes because for those who love with heart and soul there is no such thing as separation the entire life of an enlightenment soul age group person and anyone who enters into this 5d oneness consciousness perspective as well as this soul age group does not know separateness we're one big ball of energy we're one big soul if you want to call it that and there's a depth of knowing our bodies they contract our nervous system contracts when somebody wants to quote unquote when they present a limited consciousness perspective and so we'll stand up and say be yourself but we won't mean be yourself from the ego we'll mean be your expanded consciousness self our bodies contract whenever there is anything that is beneath the zero vibration beneath the land of neutral the land of equanimity and we will always be already at the top with the infinite having perceived a lot of other aspects depths of dimensions this is why we have shiva and kali besides krishna lila krishna lila we experience the depths and the profound and seriousness with playfulness we have an irrepressible child it's not a child it's a depth of our emotions because we feel from the ventral vagus field shiva we know non-being we have been unseen unheard unvalidated unaccepted by our loved ones in our vulnerable places and loved ones is all of humanity because when we get up and say we love all people we've been told that we should not because evil exists apparently for those who still live in the medieval times our non-being is because shiva was never scary darkness is not scary nor is it evil we actually know what it's like again not to be seen or heard or validated and we understood why kali because our mastery over life and death has always been a burning fire of life and expanding consciousness and knowing that you cannot tell me what i can feel or think you may suggest or give me your opinion or whatever it may be but besides that and no matter what age you were this is where your body immediately just allowed and as you got older so this is a little bit of that 
5dc i am expanding consciousness perspective that you'll begin to hear and again before we close out this intro what you also want to know is that the inspiring human potential inner growth content is also a mentorship type content again that's why it's educational and it includes a journey and mindset that was brought together and researched and still is ongoing because i keep up to date with my psychoeducation and i plan on integrating quantum physics if i am able to grasp those concepts but the bringing together of human and spiritual elements so humanity and spirituality one and in the same although obviously they have their reasons for why's we bring together existentialism psychology sociology neuroscience the spirituality elements involve ascension discussing clairs astrology meta astrology metaphysics 3d 4d 5d these dimensions sometimes we talk about spiritual awakening tarot akashic record readings or just talking about things like akashic akash okay we explore human evolution with the understanding that that is the expanding consciousness so all these subject matters and more it's a multidisciplinary approach okay we bring together again human and spiritual elements to explore the human evolution and consciousness those of you who are life love expanding consciousness and an infinite higher human potential from your mind are going to be able to follow those who are linear you might have questions please feel free to reach out i'm here to share any thoughts anything that is of support again it's something to give the enlightenment soul age group specifically their voice because we don't have a voice out there i have yet to hear the voice of expanding consciousness and here's what um, i will leave you with it is something that involves always seeking not believing we don't believe in the sense of there's only one truth we're always adding to our truth bank if you will because all opinions all perspectives all thoughts all emotions exist and so again welcome to the ihp podcast i look forward to hearing from you guys on any questions on anything again even those who would like to perhaps present a completely opposing view we're open to hearing everything because you know as long as it's loving obviously and when i say loving i mean that it supports the expansion of consciousness of humanity and us working together and being functional adults meaning we can agree to disagree peacefully and allow our life which needs air water and food to keep existing we need those bare necessities from that moment forth we can always use our words that's exactly one of those things that we have as a people so welcome again and i look forward to hearing from you for the enlightenment soul age group person typically relationships will be not only increasing the amount of unconditional love that the person will have for humanity as a whole their relationships but also the enjoyment of life there isness so what actually takes place throughout the lifetime of a person who's inclined to be in this enlightenment soul age group as they engage in their oversoul encounters which is you know all of life form is part of our oversoul when you're entering that infinite higher human consciousness space it's a deep knowing so for me it began with me 
being raised with religion and uh, catholicism and knowing about souls and it felt true from the beginning of when i can remember thinking of i'm a person and i love humanity and i want to help people and all of my loved ones i still remember as a teenager honing in on the fact that it really does seem like your loved ones are the ones who quote unquote hurt you the most but see this was not seen in the way that i hear to this day as an adult people not only in other soul age groups but really in these attachment styles they're going to integrate the attachment styles in the brain a little bit and some psychoeducation as always in fact let me begin uh, also with Sadhguru because here's where the 5d self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment soul age group is essentially an individual who has either gathered the same knowing that i'm sharing with you regularly or they will hear what i have to say do their own research and or already have some of it and be like yep you know what that's true because see enlightenment so age group is a felt and everything that we are is felt in fact here's the first psychoeducation data point as i'm learning about how people handle regret and the reality is humanity avoids sadness as evolutionary scientists point out because this emotion uh, was found or is found to basically what's the word collapsing self it it allows the self to collapse because we lose muscle tone eyes become watery you're not activated so you're in a constricted sense and that makes you more vulnerable to prayer all of us really but see here's where we're in 2022 and the 5d inclined body type in fact will not have any issue with sadness it's a primary emotion that we feel very comfortable with and this part about feeling uncomfortable with the uncomfortable is also a psychoeducation point from this regret courses that i'm taking because we're doing eight weeks of regret so people don't like to explore this big emotion apparent this big feeling is what they call it and uh, this is where all of these other body types would be in the category of i'm uncomfortable with my emotions and any type of attachment style and um, the biggest difference again for my regular listeners anybody who's new is that the enlightenment soul age group wakes up loving humanity wanting to be with the people around the people and not having any issue with anything in fact so much so that it's thought that we don't have preferences or we don't care but the reality is we we do care it's just we care about the big stuff not the small stuff that really isn't going to go in one route so while others are busy shouting out each other for things we're busy focusing on aspects that are going to have a bigger uh, turnaround and so in this case for example for me helping people is supporting people to be themselves and helping them to understand that destabilization comes from within because your nervous system you haven't actually managed to learn to be comfortable in the uncomfortable first of all but really to be able to be a human which has emotions and actually primarily is led by emotions which is a new finding thank you technology for the psychoeducation of uh you know wow like i can't wait for my mindset class by the way because that's going to be a humongous benefit to everything that i share that i teach that i guide that i support with the mentorship and the inner growth mindset uh, programs but let me finish reading so through evolutionary science they 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 show this antecedent or this relationship i don't know if antecedent i should use that 
sentence is specific but the fact that people don't cry or feel vulnerable crying is because in the past it would lead us to potential death because isolation would also be something you look for in fact there are people who isolate and uh, that is where you would die obviously if a lion catches you furthermore though it also evolutionary science shows that uh, crying emerged as a signal of connection and emotional safeness in attachment bonds that people are more likely to cry when they feel socially safe and they're more likely to experience mentalization and clarity of empathy which is why they say sorry it's not just a shame response they begin to think about what it's like for you the other person who's in the room when somebody's crying Uh, sadness uh, also is slowing down it's a shared space of unfrozen grief and someone can think about the other person so this place of grief and deep appreciation of the tragedy of human life and loss of what could have been is a profoundly transformational space when somebody can sit in their regret and explore their sadness and then do something to move away and out of regret so to be proactive they will be able to also bring forth that quote-unquote healing um the reality is that as lovely what's her name let me go grab the other psychoeducation julianne taylor points out people don't like to feel uncomfortable because they basically learn that unpleasantness or these feelings are unsafe or bad or they're failing so because as an infant you began life in a household and your parents chose how they would address your expression of emotion but even before that so i'm going to read to you gabor matei quote in a minute uh, a one minute short he gets interviewed by jay shetty i think is his name and um he talks about the mind and it's very fascinating but first let me read julianne so she says for her and most therapists they get people that are not uh enjoying or not able to be in these feelings that they call unpleasant so she says it's unpleasant or it's hard to be with this these feelings of regret or sadness because it feels unsafe or bad or it's like you're failing and so she says it's not weird for me to get patients like this in my office that i help all the time they're told that if they're having a bad feeling it's because they're doing something wrong or if they're having a bad feeling it means that their environment is unsafe when instead having unpleasant feelings is just a normal part of being a human and just information about how the world is with you right now and your history and all of it meshes together and then it makes a feeling and sometimes these feelings are not fun so she says there's a huge difference between pain and suffering which we've learned about i've shared with you more than once now the average day person doesn't believe me when i tell them these things that are psychoeducation but you know in time uh, they will hear from the mouth of the therapist themselves if they get curious and then they'll be like oh you know what and they'll totally forget that i mentioned anything at all which i don't really <laughs> point out but no i actually don't think some people will get it because they don't believe in it they don't believe in the difference because they haven't brought themselves to put it into application to figure it out and really what it is is they haven't taken a look at their own rumination because if they had they would realize the difference immediately because again we feel but then again i have a relationship with my body and so does any other enlightenment soul age group person 
because we're not ignoring the fact that there are sensations beneath the surface that take place anytime we're interacting so when we hear said guru talk about breeze we know what it means like now i know what it means it's me in my ventral vagal state in a compassionate physiological state thank you stephen porges for explaining to me what i get to do every day and what any person can really easily start to adapt if only they stopped being in their reactiveness which is then them blaming shaming faulting guilting themselves or others in this shame cycle which they completely deflect and ignore with the protector lenses on which is where if somebody is happy and feeling that life is good and humanity is good and they're upset at one little speck of anything oh all these protector lenses every day i'm like deflecting myself no i'm not deflecting i'm actually here i acknowledge because really the ego just wants to be heard seen accepted validated to feel better about itself and those people are navigating their lower toroidal field and they're in the in-between and they're talking about 5d and they're talking about heaven and earth and all these great amazing things and they don't know one day of business yet because they're too busy with the eyes looking outside and seeing separation versus using those third eye clairs to see hey wait i'm feeling uncomfortable maybe i should learn to bring this unpleasantness in my body to ease because why wouldn't i bring isness to my body it'll help me experience 10 times more life so here let me give you the psychoeducation after because you know that that really gets me when everything that personally at least i've known my entire life is like oh wow it's actually like exercise but better versus exercise which is not very pleasant at all um only the ones that are good exercise is not like running for me personally but our suffering she says is uh gonna come when you're going to try and deny your biology so the difference between pain and suffering is pain is a part of life but suffering doesn't have to be and suffering comes only when you try to deny your biology suffering comes when you are going to say this reality that we are in is not true because if you put your head up against this reality she says you will lose every time now here's where i felt like okay now you're going to lose people but remember what her explanation and what reality is when it comes to our brain and the psychological floor the neocortex is made of six neurons the two of the here and now the two with the implicit memory system they meet in the middle and in the middle there's another two neurons and that creates the reality and it's a subjective reality because the two with the implicit memory system are the reactive this is where your karma is this is where we go all the way back to our fishies or if others want to believe in all that other stuff that too that's fine although it's completely different and i'll share more maybe after but let me get to her psychoeducation so when she gets people who don't want to address this big feeling because they don't want to be in sadness they don't want to sit in regret she will say okay let's just not do it then let's sit here and not explore this big thing this very important aspect and let's keep it here because that way you don't have to worry about it now remember that some people don't experience regret as stan taken points out there are those who have a prefrontal cortex issue the medial portion and a problem in dorsal lateral prefrontal cortex so there's a disconnect there are people who don't learn for example from gambling mistakes mistakes in relationships mistakes in business judgment all sorts of things now it's a very clear distinction though i'm pretty sure that they would 
I don't have the list of people, but if there's the category in the mental health community with this level of information. But there's also a piece of them that doesn't realize and accept loss. So those for the brain component, but then there are those who don't uh, see or accept loss with um, the ones who have personality disorders. The people with personality disorders or disorders of the self, excuse me, theoretically, they don't regret because they're angry. They're angry at their parents. They're angry at the originals, but they don't grieve their anger. They don't feel the grief and the loss, and therefore they're stuck in time and they don't learn. Okay, so let me make this clear. The before, the one with brain potential situation of disconnect, they actually don't realize loss at all, which is why they don't accept loss. So it's a feeling of not losing anything. So they're unable, quote unquote, I, I will venture off and say that if you describe to somebody like that regret and loss, they can understand it. So they might not feel it in the same way because their nervous system and their brain circuitry doesn't engage in it. And that makes me think of the psychopath, but they will understand it since they have a brain to think, which means they will know how to recognize it in the circumstances, for example. Now, they might be missing out, not missing out. That's their opinion if, of how they feel about it. Some people don't feel that they miss out. The disorders of the self, which include antisocial personality disorders, they are angry at their parents. This is the one-year-old with the teenager. That's how I combine them because when I feel or remember feeling those narcissistic rages or just this rage, this vengeance that can come from people who are in spiteful mode, envy mode, jealousy mode, angry mode, whatever mode it is, and they're not actually able to just have a grown-up conversation, but they do things in this anger, in this rage, in this vengeance, Yes, they're angry as an infant would be, but as a teenager would be, because a teenager is arrogant and thinking that they can dismiss the adult guidance. But the reality is there's a wounded child, there's an attachment wound there. And so here's what I recently got to learn in another one of my lovely courses, but this one's the free YouTube lady on attachment. And she really sometimes sounds robotic, but she has a lot of great information. Um, when we are growing up, we all have narcissism. It's normal. Every person has a level of narcissist, but narcissism. But there's a difference when you're able to grow up in it, which is, and she gives this example, you're running around like Superman or Superwoman, but really it's one and the same, right? So a, a hero, a hero with your cape and you have a parent who says, yay, how wonderful, of course, you know, and, and they support you. Let's say you have a parent instead that shames you. How horrible. Stop interrupting me. You're being a stupid moron. You're embarrassing me. Or just shut up because you're, you're not needed right now. This is where so many different ways parents have done these things to kids when they're crying. As infants, not thinking anything of this. And I just think of all those children that grow up. And all these people telling me it's a, not a big deal. Yeah, it is a big deal, actually, when you realize most people are not in any way, shape, or form secure of who they are. Not even the sociopath lady. I saw her talking about how she doesn't care about this and this and this, and I could feel her pent-up anger. Now, she's busy with her brain doing other shit. That's great and dandy. But I could feel her emotions in this space where, again, she's pretty mastery of herself, but there's a hint of... Um, it's an energy. 
is all i'm going to say and maybe it's kali for all i know it's kali but the part about um not caring right when we do share this there are different ways that we can tell what we care about what we don't care about and humanly speaking there will always be at least an aspect of i care not in a way of being offended because this is this is the biggest difference being offended would mean that you allow another person to define your worth which means you believe in worthiness oh enlightenment soul age group person all humanity is worthy all life form is worthy and so it's really just a reflection of that body that will reflect a reaction to a word and or a situation that obviously is clearly you know a dagger at your person at yourself long story short um, this getting yelled at creates a disgust a sense of disgust for the person who then grows up to be more of a narcissist and have certain issues avoidant attachment style fearful is equal to the disorganized attachment style for this lady and that does involve a narcissism trait and or more of a person who has an inflated ego and senses of disgust for themselves because their creator space got disrupted so now when they go and see people who are succeeding so when i see the sociopath lady that's what i think of for example they feel a level of not pleasantness and that's where that envy jealousy and other types of emotions that are talked about if a person really wanted to empower themselves they would look to bring their heart and their mind and all of their body to zero because zero is the enlightenment vibration one with compassion but really it's you being objective enough to say you know i'm a person they're a person why is my body heart and mind in this vibration why is this feeling coming up especially since this is an indication that i'm in separate consciousness because i'm comparing or contrasting the minute that you're in oneness consciousness you'll say mountain move and the mountain will move now this oneness consciousness for the enlightenment soul age group is i'm me like here's my name's maria i'm very proud to be who i am in a state of love and i have no shame in the sense of oh my god i will feel horrible for my flaws and imperfections in my relationships no i might feel ashamed because somebody might say certain things to me they might even make accusations and that might make me feel ashamed or even potential sense of guilt but the reality is because we're always choosing from a clear pure consciousness which would be from your own heart because you choose to be yourself whenever the beginning of this journey began for those of you who are in the enlightenment soul age group we don't have a guilty conscious and we don't have shame either what we have is the realization that some people are really really angry upset envious jealous spiteful and insecure to such a degree that they will do things and say things that hurt their loved ones because they didn't learn to grow up and they didn't learn to not need an inflated ego and they have all these lovely words that they get to use against each other because they don't actually do the research or just have common sense to know that everybody has a heart and everybody gets hurt no they like to believe in evil and the devil and satan and they stick to these places but also they have a whole bunch of people around them speaking these types of things to them so we're integrating as always all topics because you're a person and here's the enlightenment soul age group 5dc perspective we all have a heart that gets uh, broken 
but some of us actually learn to feel okay about it because why wouldn't we it's emotions in our body hello like we're tending to them the minute they come up and the minute they come up is why we can say i love you i'm so sorry that you're upset at me this moment or whatever's going on no i don't feel ashamed for telling you i think why would i lie to you why would i not tell you how i feel or think wouldn't that be me deceiving you wouldn't that be me you know manipulating on all these other words again people use without even ever bothering to notice how are you feeling with your relationships are you really smiling and happy for the friends and the loved ones and the people or do you notice if you ever are unhappy and do you rectify not with shame or denial but with you know what this is an insecurity is what it's called where is this unpleasantness coming from oh well i know because i wasn't seen validated or heard here so of course my ego feels like it's being ignored but is it yes it is but does it does it make a difference if you know the whole part about getting approval is if you didn't get it you're not getting it and if somebody says no no but it has nothing to do with approval and they explain it well there you go there's your answer apparently nobody knew how to grow up and and hear the answers of people as they said no i don't agree with you and to learn how people are different from the genuineness of our heart so you know for me as a grown-up recently i got to get in certain types of engagements where uh, people's level of fear becomes so annoyingly great that it's like okay i'm now talking to a prick because that's what adults become as they become their teenage selves without knowing it to a person who actually has the ability to contemplate in a certain way and feel really 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 great with the world so what we'll just naturally do is not only be able to find where there are proactive solutions at hand we'll maintain our composure and very easily shut down whatever conversation and or situation is going down where the person's wanting to basically sit in their own karma their own misery their own fear but throw shit at life or humanity or you know any belief system they may hold any structure and just start to create their future storyline which they're living already but those of us who don't know we, we are not in the future yet we're in now and we're creating it so your words of misery negativity and hatred and anger and just your sidedness your your adaptive child's personal perspective is not of any interest to the grown-ups because the grown-ups have better things to do than spend it gaslighting life or humanity just because your eyes are tainted with the protector lenses that you are not willing to see that are a reflection of your very own insecurities and let me get back to this part of when people are not able to see that they're just angry because their child wound is still there and their protector is now on so these individuals who have disorders of the self and really anybody with any insecure attachment still has not taken that self and brought themselves to connect to their higher self and be the adult in the room with all their younger charge parts and so they are angry at their parents they're angry at the originals they could be angry at the system at the world everything they're angry at god they're angry at satan they're angry at any type of belief systems that's still there they don't grieve they don't feel the grief and the loss and therefore they're just stuck in time so yes this is where 3d 4d land is and so they don't move into regret which is important for learning 
and it's not actually necessarily painful by the way but the reality is enlightenment soul age group we don't feel regret because we actually always are in a connectedness with the emotions so uh let me move back to the psychoeducation on how it is that we are not um thinking but we're feeling people so this is where Ju- julianne let me get her name julianne yes she's just awesome so we she says she educates her clients when they don't want to deal with regret she says we would like to imagine that we are thinking beings that sometimes feel but that is not the way the brain works she says we are actually feeling beings that sometimes think and because that is biologically true you can either ignore this and try to pretend that it's not true and be run by your feelings and be reactive to them or you can face that it is true and whatever feelings you have about the fact that this is true and in doing so you can take a look at this so how you feel about being a being that feels right so the fact that that is true and in doing so you can then be informed by fueled by and responsive to these feelings because and she uses dan siegel's hand model so the hand model of the brain is basically dan siegel's which i'll get to learn about mind sight coming february i can't wait so she says the thumb the thumb and the remember the thumb is the limbic system it's the amygdala and the hippocampus and then the four fingers are the prefrontal cortex and and they're just the frontal cortex overall as well when you close it in and lock in the prefrontal cortex but um, the limbic system is processing imagery feelings and body knowings about how to protect you and how to make you better and then the four fingers are the part of the brain the frontal cortex that is getting that feed and then having thoughts about it okay so limbic system is the part of the brain that processes imagery feelings and body knowings about how to protect us this is our survival brain guys okay limbic system while the frontal cortex is getting the feed the information from the limbic system your implicit memory system this is why you're more feelings and not thoughts and this is where those two neural cortexes are leading the way with reactive adults who don't learn how to be their adults because they choose to stay charged and think that their way of behaving is appropriate quote unquote um they're in biological rudeness so they're not choosing yet they're just reacting which is why they're unconscious which is why they're not a complete speck of life just yet quote unquote again um so the part of your brain that is getting the feed and then having thoughts about it she says the limbic system this part is super fast and instead the frontal cortex is super slow and that's just how it works so if you want to ignore this truth then you will be run by your limbic system brain now if you want to come to relationship with instead this truth then you can create a pause between what you feel and what you do so that you have a ton more space to be doing the things and being with the things in a way that is going to give you more freedom and flexibility in your life and this is where she says why would you not want to go to regret or why would you want to go to regret well why would you because it's biologically wise why wouldn't you obviously this is where one will deny themselves 
to explore emotions which then stay stored and pent up but uh, when you loop back and they ask again why would you want to go to these feelings that are unpleasant this is where she mentions how unpleasant feelings to most people who are not in a what i'm going to say a self-empowered space because when you have a 5d self-empowered enlightened body type mind type everything type we don't have this thing with these feelings we are always actually in the awareness that feelings are with our thoughts and now that we actually know the implicit memory system the feelings the sensations come first this explains to you when people like to talk about enlightenment now here's where enlightenment soul age group are people who are masters kali shiva with krishna lila masters of being in a physiological state of compassion masters at this mindset that i'm going to get to learn about and what i like to use is the inner growth mindset and lifestyle and journey and it is only for those who unconsciously love who they are with flaws and imperfections and humanity because it begins and ends with you as the centeredness of who chooses to hear information who hears it not makes it into what they want it not makes it into a false identity and says oh here i am i did said guru's course here i did this and so here's where mind sight is even more powerful as dan siegel explains than mindfulness and i can't wait to learn about it and you know my mother is like well of course he's gonna have to sell himself i'm like no no he has a point because mindfulness if they don't teach you what i just shared with you which is something that is actual biologically true from the people who study the mechanics of the brain you're going to have a word and many people i see them using this word the holistic practitioners i see how they treat each other anyone who wants to be in this little competition with who's a vegetarian who's not who eats meat who doesn't eat meat who kills or doesn't kill because of that's where their culture lies you know there's many things that people judge versus just allow themselves to know who they are and then remember that they're not the only human in town that their ego and their we group is not the only group in town and that of course it's going to be quote-unquote personal until you're a grown-up and it's not personal spirituality processes enlightenment soul age group is knowing it's not personal life is life and you get to share it with a bunch of other people whether you like it or not now teenagers grew up to be adults and so they're not actually having what are called expansive beautiful amazing conversations in fact they're quite boring so here i am as a lovely enlightenment soul age group person who's an adult and realizing more and more and more how many teenagers i get to deal with every day they just don't think they're teenagers and really what i should say is they're in their adaptive child emotional response because that's the technical term of the psychology community psychiatry sociology community and they apparently don't know that they're first of all a feeling brain and then there's a thought uh, and that it's basically them in their survival mode which is their zero one two three four five six seven eight nine until that teenage year charge state and no adult in the room so no person started to begin to work with their emotional state and say you know i do want to treat others the way i want to be treated so this envy this jealousy this spite these insecurities these unpleasant feelings is what i'm going to call them i can handle them no they got the buddhist nuns quote without even knowing it and said this impermeability of the world or all these belief systems which one am i oh i'm over here and then i am 
always left behind i'm always giving to all my friends you know how many people i hear every day just talking about how much they give to others and nobody's there for them and i'm like wow how old are you oh wait i forgot you haven't explored your one-year-old yet let me go somewhere else to find who actually is just living life with pure enjoyment because it's not because we don't actually care about what's going on it's that life is really 24 hours and honestly we just don't want to spend it with people who are so weighed down by something that's so straightforward right now to me it's i I mean i really i'm going to keep that compassion hat on but the ihp content is for the enlightenment soul age group perspective voice and here is also for those who want to be in this space 5d is unconditionally loving and neutral because you're in your ventral vagal state as a human being who just knows common sense it's not about belief systems and it's not about pseudoscience or science it's actual just plain old common sense as said guru points out and while said guru gets to share his common sense with spirituality i get to bring in the human elements i love being a person i've loved it my entire life i love having clairs that just adds to it and it allows me to share with those who don't want to be stuck in what is a most boring land the 4d plane oh my god they're even more obnoxious than the 3d plane because at least the 3d plane has some shape and form in our history as people but the 4d plane they just got a bunch of clairs and think they're some people sent from somewhere which you know um we're gonna leave that one there so our relationships are actually what we can all be thankful for i'm thankful for from 3d land to 4d land to 5d land i've never really been in those 3d 4d lands but let's just leave it there because i have my ages and i can tell you that every single one of these relationships got me to practice what i already knew and what most people in their heart of hearts when you're in a 5d body type will know mindset is everything heart is everything you being yourself is everything and worthiness it's a bullshit word that means nothing to us because if you can't hear see or accept me it has nothing to do with worth i mean that word just means something that really if i look at my history books it tells me we had bartering we had then money we still have these things called money apparently some people think homes make them worthy other people think names make them worthy there's all these words that to an enlightenment soul age person mean i don't know grass is greener no because you know what is grass is greener would mean that i would be actually envious of you which i'm not why would i be wanting to be you when i'm not you like this makes no common sense to my brain my actual physiological brain it also doesn't create a feeling that i don't understand again uncomfortable is not unsafe it's an emotion we're emotional beings as pointed out not thinking beings the thinking is slower than the emotion so those of us in shiva kali and krishna lila we got to say yeah my emotions are part of me being a human i can be sad of course i'm going to be sad when my friends or loved ones or whoever they are you know they're all loved ones really break my heart because they tell me that i can't think this way or i can't feel this way or i can't be doing what i'm doing or i shouldn't whatever it is that comes out of the mouth of people when they're sharing their human explanation it's like well i heard you and yes i'm sad guess what i do with my sadness i love who i am as i am and you just told me how you feel that has nothing to do with love in fact we don't need said guru to tell us about love and what it is where you love people for who they are not for what they do or they don't do in fact we're the 
I think the top, top, top of where you'll find what true love is is in an enlightenment soul age group person because we are all inclusive. We love all. It's a feeling we have in our body and we have it with any type of interaction. And when our feelings are hurt, that's not uncomfortable. It's called sadness for a reason. And we actually acknowledge it. And in fact, because we're in the now always with this awareness of our limbic system and our frontal cortex, we're connected to this lovely prefrontal cortex, which is equal to the third eye and our crown, which is equal to our brain. Yeah, yeah. And we're like, wow, this just happened. Well, of course, I have a feeling. Hello, uh, I'm a person. Oh, I'm sorry, all the 4D, 3D people who apparently the nuns quote, I'm the only one left behind. So suffering, as pointed out by Julianne, is not necessary. Pain is the word they use. And really for us, emotions aren't painful. They're called emotions. Pain would be putting a hammer in my foot and that's painful. So even here, we don't feel feelings as pain or hurt or uncomfortable. But that's because we didn't get disconnected as we grew up so when we got yelled at if we got yelled at or whatever it is that took place we didn't start feeling this shame and a disconnect an interruption inside okay so the people who have 3d 4d inclined body types and are in other soul age group types they have shame blame fault revenge cycles for reasons if they're not aware of this they will have a way they explain why they don't care and that's where those protector lenses will be on and we'll pick up on their anger on their fragmented part and we won't say anything about it but we'll try to reassure if you will and here's where as you grow up you learn how not to do that by the way because what happens when you try to support a person and i've done this my entire life but i learned how not to as a teenager so my entire life i've now learned the right silence and so how i support is basically by letting limiting consciousness be their limited self because that's what they're choosing i do share the psychoeducation but most people don't believe me when i say we don't have suffering we only have what is called emotions and that enlightenment as a soul age group is achievable by all but uh here's where let me go grab gabor Matei, and then we'll keep on talking about this beautiful conversation so gabor Matei uh talks about with jay shetty here he is a therapist he says once told me that if your parents didn't this is in the actual interview it's a one minute short and okay so as a therapist once said to me that if your parents didn't know how to hold you you develop a mind you hold yourself with and uh, he says so you find safety in this mind that you created and so the human mind the ordinary egoic human mind is basically a defensive structure it's in significant ways it's a response to pain that's not all it is but in significant ways it's a response to pain it is a fate of pain and it is designed to keep you from experiencing pain so it is worried and it is anxious and it is defensive so when it comes to change and vulnerability the mind wants to defend against it so it comes out of fear which comes out of childhood experience where the pain that you had was not held and therefore you develop these mind structures to keep you from experiencing it 
okay again a therapist once said to me that if your parents didn't know how to hold you you develop a mind you hold yourself with so you find safety in this mind that you created and so the human mind the ordinary egoic human mind is basically a defensive structure it is a significant it is in significant ways excuse me a response to pain that is not all it is but in significant ways it is a response to pain a fate of pain and it is designed to keep you from experiencing pain so it is worried and it is anxious and it is defensive and when it comes to change and vulnerability the mind wants to defend against it so it comes out of fear which comes out of childhood experiences where the pain that you held where the pain that you felt wasn't held and therefore you developed these mind structures to keep you from experiencing it now when you understand all of these different components in one which is what for me is easy and straightforward all of your relationships as long as you're in an adaptive child response you've not only not learned how to manage your limbic system in any way shape or form so of course your survival brain mode which is what is immediately at hand is going to be what takes place reactive autonomy as my lovely teacher sue martin called it and no your prefrontal cortex is not locked in you're in alert 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 and you're simply using what your younger charge parts decided it's very clear when you're not unconditionally loving and happy every day of your life when you're waking up where Sadhguru actually mentions let me go and use one of his quotes because he's awesome as a guru and here it is if everything is focused in one way he says your body your energy your mind everything is organized in just one direction or here once you transcend the instinct of self-preservation every cell in your body will come to ease this instinct is your reptilian survival brain mode your limbic system your implicit memory system i don't know how many other ways i can tell it but we'll keep on going so transcending this self-preservation is very simple and straightforward rhythmically breathing allows you to regulate your nervous system you have sympathetic parasympathetic that's it those are the two ways that hyper arousal hypo arousal and then the sympathetic is where we're getting charged and getting ready to fight flight and the parasympathetic it has dorsal vagal which was the freeze collapse so when we're crying that inactivity most likely is where you're in that for a bit the ventral vagal though is what we want to get to which is also in your parasympathetic but that's when you are in krishna lila shiva and kali so this is enriched this is the isness sad guru talks about now before we move forward here's something from my lovely lovely 5dc peeps in the enlightenment so age group aaron dowdy narcissists and empaths attract each other due to the unmet childhood patterns that have yet to be completed empaths crave approval from others to feel worthy while narcissists crave attention both energy patterns stem from a belief that quote unquote i'm not good enough and the reality is every attachment style is in this space of i'm not good enough but they don't see it that way they point that finger life's not good enough these people aren't good enough this is happening that is happening so they're all over the place so for the 5d self-empowered enlightened person in the enlightenment so age group we are thankful for relationships why because instead of doing all of that reactiveness time again and again and again we got to learn how to be autonomous adults and although when i was a baby and growing up i began my journey with god and jesus i never thought of it as something that i had to bow down to and actually listen to in fact to god i specified 
i don't agree with this this thing of what he asked this person to he, he, the, the, the story of him asking the person to kill his son which he didn't have him do but i still like that's just wrong one uh the whole cain and abel i got it what i got from that story was don't be envious that's really not nice and what happened is very sad and tragic that these brothers because one felt not loved by god that's just sad god how could you how could you let it happen but it wasn't in a way of let me point a finger at you and blame you god no it was like wow that's so sad god like really really couldn't you like do something and 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 it just taught me how i of course i would never be envious of my sister that's just and not a let alone of my friends that's where why would that what what kind of a friend am i and that that knowing about psychology where all insecurities man every single person who has any type of competitiveness is an insecure human being pure and simple we can always feel it and it's very clear and we don't do anything about it because it really means you're that disempowered and at the end of the day why would we use our 24 hours with an adaptive child that's going to just keep being their teenage prick self without realizing it you know like it's more of we are we don't have time to waste but we we really just learn how to pick people who have a little bit of at least empowerment somewhere so they can just be themselves without hiding it um the part about moving into complete enlightenment it's not something we don't actually always do because this is the the thing we already are in the pseudoscience which some will call bullshit stuff (laughs) it's not bullshit to us to us what's bullshit is people actually not being able to accept that i can describe how i feel and think in however way i please and not to give me oh you're an aquarius that's why you're doing it no that that's actually not why but hey you can give me a label i'm okay with that or the fact that i'm a woman and so that or that i'm bicultural all these different ways people talk about each other and and actually disregard everything that they're feeling in their body there if there's one thing that the enlightenment soul age group has always tended to which is why we don't need people in our life in a very unique way we actually just enjoy people and when they quote unquote hurt our feelings they're not hurting our feelings we're sad because we love them but we understand what love actually means so we still love them the same in fact we i've always felt my oversoul parts and like i was saying at the beginning all humanity is part of our oversoul there's not one day that i don't experience the awareness of how much i look forward to seeing the neuroscience and neurobiology spread because yes i love said guru and his enlightenment stuff but i love knowing that there's a way biology explains to people guess what one you're pretty insecure when you're in these modalities neurotypical or not here's what your nervous system is doing and here's why you're not in any way shape or form in control of yourself and when you're in control that's not either a way that you can feel free because you're controlling yourself what is freeing is the ability to navigate your prefrontal cortex and then learn to respond so learn that your mind is not something that is uh, necessarily a defense mechanism if you are able to understand that at first when you begin you're going to have a way that you learned not not the enlightenment so age we, we didn't learn to defend this is the part our minds have always been free to explore with krishna lila shiva and kali 
uh, life's never been against me and so this was before moving into the whole infinite sphere uh, with god i still would always say thanks 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 and if i needed support it would be you know please support me in a way of giving me emotional strength in fact that was it other than that one of my favorite quotes is everything happens every action has a reaction everything happens uh, for reason and everything that is meant to come will always find its way to come and i'll never forget the day that this quote became very clear to me because i've always believed in fate and destiny but also that you are the one who creates everything and in fact this reminds me one of my caring connections said something to me what was it during the summer and uh, it's it's so unfortunate to see insecurities play out because you know if there's one thing that is really a pity is when people don't take the opportunity to create awesome relationships just because they're afraid without knowing it they're afraid of getting hurt and without knowing it we we all have emotions you can't get hurt with love but that's because you know a person who doesn't need another person to feel loved this is where the um, Aaron Dowdy quote comes to mind it's not only narcissists and empaths most people that I meet they don't have relationships that last forever because they need each other to feel special for the enlightenment soul age group all of our relationships are special just as they are and people have been insecure my entire life there's been one area or another where their insecurities come about that that doesn't change their unconditional love for me their unconditional love is something that is felt because from the ability for us to know our oversoul is all people we we love from our heart and soul this is why we don't know separation we also don't know attachment or entanglement we're in communion with truth which is why twin flame soulmate caring connections all of it is you know all these words they don't mean anything except for one thing we get to experience life with people they get to give us the opportunity to bring in our physiological state of compassion which is what a 5dc person is and when they throw shit in our face we don't wipe it off with upset by the time we get to our adulthood we wipe it off because we're so used to it and we continue smiling because <laughs> we're like wow okay you know this is the part where it gets me when julianne says if you want to deny it go for it you know like that that, that was just made me so laugh because she's got it so spot on when she's like why do we want to let me think why should we explore regret well maybe because it's biologically the soundest thing to do and i i mean she just gave me the best answer i can ever share with somebody like you know what if you don't go to your emotions they're going to be pent up and here's why you know we're not even going to bother with people who are afraid of love because why 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 waste time with any person who's going to just throw shit at you and this is with all people and i was definitely a teenager when i recognized that i would not be wasting time with people who would want uh, any type of proof of love because that's just ridiculous <laughs> you know like i don't even know where that comes from no i do know where it comes from but relationships are a joy and either they allow us to laugh or they're not relationships that's it so the waste of time nothing is ever really a waste of time i shouldn't use that word but the reality is 
we know that we only have 24 hours and what really weighs us down is the fact that we do sense a person's um sadness the protector is we don't care about the shit because it ain't shit it's really a person who doesn't know how to grieve we feel the vengeance despite the envy the jealousy all of it and what really gets kali going is the fact that the prick when we when we sense the prick but we know that the prick is nothing more than an insecure helpless teenager who's masking a bunch of other things doesn't matter if it's a neurotypical or aspd or any person if they're not in the enlightenment so age group we will know where their protector lies because sooner or later we're going to talk about something in a very light way in a loving way and that protector lens is going to come on because they didn't address that attachment deficit quote unquote that attachment wound that moment where whatever it is that they did they got yelled at and instead of saying you know what it's okay my parent yelled at me or this happened you know and i do know that there's abuse and neglect of a specific degree that's why there's the therapists out there doing their job they're doing their job and teaching people how to be able and learn to be in a body mind and heart that is in a space of ventral vagal state physiologically speaking all of being in enlightenment soul age group is possible and the neuroscience is proving it the neurobiology all you need is a good therapist that that's pretty straightforward so you know here's where 4d land to me mm, yeah it's going to be in time what it is going to be and actually what really is going to happen is the nightmares of the people in uh, commitment to their 4d land will be what they will see and i will leave it at that because that's not the focus of today's topic relationships they're beautiful they help us to achieve enlightenment as ramdas says if you think you're enlightened spend two weeks with your parents it's because your childhood attachment wounds begin in the household either you will recognize your patterns of safety and then you'll allow yourself to normalize it one to allow yourself to know that shame is very painful for some people they feel unsafe with emotions and vulnerability because they feel it's a bad thing or that they're failing because they did get at that fundamental from that zero to one year old to the one two three four five six to that seven eight year old there are unresolved trauma experiences there's the whole self-love deficit disorder it's a real deal thing you know the aspd all these things are real deal things and it isn't and does not involve people who are evil evil does not exist what exists is hurt and hurt if not addressed that pain people have transformed it to suffering so for the enlightenment soul age group relationships are either a fun ride or they're a fun ride either way because when they're throwing shit at us again we deflect it because we're really too busy enjoying life and we also have had enough of those immediate over soul experiences to know life's too short and you know anything that stays in sadness it is what it is anything that stays in joy it is what it is you know we are always wanting one thing and one thing alone to share with people that we have no issue with who they are as they are we unconditionally love with flaws and imperfections and that's it so if somebody wants to bust our balls for being unconditionally loving and you know like polyamorous picking up my oversoul all the clairs that i have for example if i have to use me i'll say you know thanks for sharing your opinion i love it you know the conspiracy theories thanks for sharing your opinion i love it because i really do i would not have all these amazing stories to share 
at the end of the day within my own body all that i know has grown every day of my life thanks to these relationships ignoring and denying and just human splaining and doing all their self-preserving adaptive child stuff egoic stuff is one thing they stay in their you know whatever i get to be this grown-up it's pretty awesome to be a grown-up like for real and to share krishna leela shiva and kali and enlightenment soul age group experiences with my lovely community so looking forward to hearing your thoughts and experiences calling in and have a wonderful day